You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Welcome, everyone, to a very special episode of the Friends of 9 to 5. We have a special friend with us. I'm not going to tell you who it is yet. What do we talk about, Scott? We talk about our country music recommendations. Then we talk about comic book television, uh, Luke Cage and Powers. And then we spend a while talking about Def Jam, Fight for New York. So timely. Sam, what do we talk about after that? Sam! Sam! Then we move on to the entire Jason Statham universe. (laughs) Then Limbo and Inside Super Briefly. X-Men Apocalypse, which I am still glad I didn't see, and Slow West. All this and more. The Jason Statham verse. Scott. Yeah, that's me. Yo. I'm checking. You're checking? Um, This would have normally been a two-man podcast, but then... It still is. It Fair. (laughs) Two-person podcast. Ah. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) I was cool with two-man, and then two-person got weird. What? It would have been a two-person podcast, but then we called... I would have gone with voices. I feel that's very genuine. two-voice podcast? It would have been a two-voice podcast. A two-voice podcast, one of us being the voice of reason, and the other one being the voice of insanity. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, but then we uh, we threw out the the net, the 9to5 net, and we're like, who wants to be on a podcast? And Sam was like, me. And then she came prepared with such topics as Roadhead Country Song, which... Scott, you were talking about Truck Yeah. Tim McGraw's smash hit. Smash hit. And it, must have, it must have been like a, a gigantic wait, hit. But when is that? F- is that from now? That's from 2012. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah that sounds That like sounds like 2012? Expert. No, it sounds like every country. Like, it sounds like Brooks and Dunn from the 90s also. Like, do you remember Boot Scoot Boogie? No, sounds like that. I was going to say, it's, it's like, like the essence of like the country radio I used to listen to riding the bus to school in yeah, the morning. Because I don't think that music, that's, it's an unchanging genre. Like stadium rock, country rock is like, but it, it did not same. just spring fully formed from the ether. It has to have come from somewhere. Like, oh, that was refined by the ancient country masters. Because I think like stadium on the shoulders of giants did truck yeah come from? <laughs> because what it well like what, what was the what's the the one like the, the 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 water skiing one like Chattanooga whatever like oh that's that's, that's like a ninety song oh, and that God. sounds exactly like that one or like. She thinks my tractor's sexy. It's like slightly tamer, but it's on the way to truck. Yeah. Yeah, but what's that one? They're the water skiing one. They're like I, I don't know. I don't know. No. You said Chattanooga, and I was like, yes, that you sounds like a one. word. That you sounds like a one. word that goes. Oh, but you in have that a, what are you talking about? Roadhead country lyrics. What okay. is this? Hang on. Sam's music music recommendation. Yeah, the music recommendation from Sam. Okay, so it's actually called All Over the Road. Oh, it's like a lot about living and a little about love is the song I'm thinking about. <laughs> Learn a lot about living and a little about love. Yeah, that song is massive and it's like 25 years old and it sounds just like Truck Yeah. God, that is... No, this is more like it's got that yeah at the end of every verse. Hang this on. Truck hang yeah. on. Hang on. <laughs> 
This is Alan Jackson in this song. Come on now. Why is it so soft? Why is this audio so soft? You this can't handle full volume. This one. Like, this is pretty, like... This is this is more like down home. This is not. not it's not. No, 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 no. This it's is not. not. <laughs> no, because this sounds like Turkey in the Straw or some shit. That's, that sounds like American Idol country music. I guess so. Chakya is a little more. This is what you would swing. learn to like line dance. Yeah, to? there's like a line dance beat to that. Chakya is just about, I think, stomping and clapping. Sing along when you're drunk. Truck, yeah. Anyway, so now there's Roadhead. Okay. So, yeah, like I Googled Roadhead country song, mm-hmm. and Google was like, obviously, this is where you were going. And what's the song? The song is called. Did you want the actual song? I was just going to like read you the what, line. What's the song title? Like, so we it's called play All s- Over the Road. <laughs> <laughs> so, All Over the Road. I was driving in a car, which I don't do often, and we were doing that thing where the radio station flips every 30 seconds, like whatever that yeah. option is. That's yeah, like yeah. my favorite way to drive in oh, cars. Oh, absolutely. When you're, tra- when you're traveling and you're oh, like, my God, what does this city thing. have to offer me? This- so we cut to, don't want to get no ticket, don't want to cause no wreck. It's hard to concentrate with her pretty little lips on my music swells. Yeah. He apparently says neck according to these lyrics, but that is not what we heard. And we were like, <laughs> What? And then the radio station flipped, and we were like, no, go back. What's happening? <laughs> and then we, like... Found it. We found it. And we listened. It's not worth listening to. <laughs> My favorite um, favorite like, time of that period, like, where you're just sort of, like, going through, like, shifting through channels and, like, listening to the 30-second clips and everything, was when we were driving into Washington, D.C., and we drove through Baltimore, and we found that they have so many hip-hop stations but that the hip hop stations don't behave the way you expect them to, because like the way that they do, at least at least definitely on their like the drive home, so like their peak hours, mm-hmm. they have a live DJ, like mixing tracks from one to the other, and like a live MC ah. being like everybody get hype and whatever. We're like this is a party, like this is a party on the radio station, and like every hip hop station in Baltimore was basically doing this. Like they like blast air horns and songs that don't have air horns. Like the MC will come on and like yell at you to get hype and stuff, and I was like. This is really exciting, and I was like, "This is well, why doesn't Montreal have a hip hop station?" That is how station? I want to get home from work. Yeah, at the it wasn't end just like, like it wasn't just like track, like stop, track, stop, track, stop. It was just like mixed together hip hop with a live MC kind of like transitional beats with a live MC like doing being like a hype man thing into hip hop. You actually kind of recognize back to like live MC going over beats. It was like very engaging. <laughs> like we were just we were so excited by. It was like, why don't we have a hip hop station in Montreal? Scott or podcast because <laughs> none of us uh, are DJs or uh, what yet yet none of us are DJs yet you've watched have you watched the, oh my god have you watched the get down yet I haven't finished it huh I haven't finished it I was busy on your earlier calling me out when uh, I finished powers. off power season one Sam are you familiar with powers the comic no really it's a good comic it was written by Brian Michael Bendis and oh. drawn by Mike Emming, and it's like NYPD superpowers. Yeah. What it's, do the cops do in Metropolis? Yeah. Basically. No, I have heard about this. Yeah. It's pretty, it's good. At least the comic is really good. And Scott, I was, I asked Scott, cause Scott watches, 
all the superheroes. All the superhero ones, even the bad ones. Like you, you're up to date with Arrow. I'm up to date with Arrow, Flash, with Supergirl, who I really adore. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, of those ones, like Supergirl, is... Supergirl and Flash are great. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Agents Arrow... of Shield, not so good. Arrow. Oh man, did you see the trailer for Arrow the no. next season? So Arrow introduced Arrow just, introduced just, the Suicide Squad. You got to deposit just, just for one oh, second. Man. Just got to pause it because the last season of Arrow ended so badly that the subreddit devoted itself to watching Daredevil. Daredevil. Like the really? entire subreddit rebranded and like whatever <laughs> else like that, and they were like Daredevil season one episode one. Let's do this, guys, and just like sp- like stomped uh, out all the Arrow com- like conversation going down. Only talked about Daredevil for like months. Oh, I kind of like that. The season finale was so awful. Like everyone was like, "This is abysmal," and I've been watching the show for five years, and like has like and it's been a pretty like oh, four years. It's been like insulting to its audience a lot, and like. Yeah. Ex- Expects a lot of like leeway, leeway and patience from its audience, and they were just sort of like, "Here's a whole new low." Like the season finale, so I oh guess, man, it was really bad. Did they so they kick it up in? Uh, no, they introduced <laughs> Suicide Squad badly. So, so they introduced Suicide Squad a couple years ago, and then Warner Brothers was like, "So we're making a movie, so you can't use them anymore, right?" And you have to kill them all. Okay, so they did. Like, but like, just, well, like who who got like was Deadshot in it or like Boomerang or like Deadshot was Deadshot got killed. Uh, Boomerang got put into a hole in the ground and just not talked about for all of last season. Right. They just <clears throat> the characters that were Waller got shot in the head. Like they just they iced the Suicide Squad. Okay. Is this and, like, like they are contractually obliged to keep going and they're just like salt the earth? No, like, no, the show is no. Kind of like, because it's, it's, all it's, cause the TV show is like. DTVU and then the DCU is the like they're not no shared no universes. I get why I get they're why just they like, can't, we don't want we don't want we don't want to create confusion amongst our 175 million dollar movie yeah franchise and your no that part I get but why does why does the show have to be so bad well they just have to put all their toys back and give them back well to no the, but nobody knows why brother, Arrow right? needs to be so bad because like Flash is apparently no that's what I'm saying maybe they are just like fuck it let's lean in. And, uh, then why have they really not bad. canceled it yet? No, it's like, so, it's like an obligation. It's like, didn't like the Velvet Underground release like a whole album of nonsense because... Yeah, they, to try to break a contract. Yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. maybe that's what's happening with this show. Except for the trailer for season five. They're just like, <laughs> okay, so we need characters to back up Arrow. Right. But every time we pick from the C-list characters, like the Suicide Squad, someone else says we can't use them. Like right. Deathstroke is in the next uh, Batman movie. Right. And so they had to get rid of Deathstroke. They had to put him in a box and... You know, just like, sorry, we can't use him anymore. What are they going to do with Flash? <laughs> Flash is straight up pissed off. Like, the guy, Grant Gustin from yeah. Glee is just like, they wouldn't even let me audition. Yeah, because he's not Flash in JLA, but are they just going to can the show because when JLA comes out? No, no, the show's too successful. Okay. They're just, they were like, they didn't, they didn't let me audition. And Zack Snyder was like, well, we were going for a different feel. You know, the movies are much darker. And then the trailer for Justice League hit. And, and Flash, Flash is like, like a goofy kid. Yeah, exactly. And Flash is like, hee hee, like, jokesy Flash. So uh, I'd be so angry. Yeah. So they're going even deeper into the toy box. So where'd they go? The, the, one of the main characters is going to be Wild Dog. Who you do not remember because you're not a huge comic book nerd. I'm not like, but like I was like, I'm not big into DC or in, whatever. But in like, the late 80s, DC made a Punisher ripoff called Wild, Wild Dog. Dog. <laughs> he wears... Camel pants, yeah. a t-shirt with a laughing cartoon dog on it, nice, and a hockey mask. 
I'm into it. And, and he's the Punisher. <laughs> Which is extra stupid, because, like, Daredevil <laughs> just had, like, a successful season with the Punisher. So, like, the comparison of, like, Marvel just did this better is right there. Except you can't do it worse, because it was a four-issue comic series that just got canceled because it was so stupid so he's like did he he never came back he's like in four issues he, and that's he, it. he like shows up in those joke comics just like or in like backgrounds like who is the worst comic supervillain huh? you can think of i fought wild dog once that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. i mean i could yeah but you could see i'm mean, like you could see anybody kind of popping up in like suicide squad though as a bad guy like you know like and then dying like, like wild dog is beneath that right like he's, <laughs> he couldn't get called up to the suicide squad he never even fights suicide missions. he never even fights superheroes right he just kind of came up everyone hated him and he went away nice so either he's going to have a great successful series on arrow and they're going to make a movie about him and they're going to have to kill him on the tv show <laughs> Or the stakes are so low now after last season that it was so bad. That they just don't care. They just don't care. Wow. And, and the guess. costume in the show is pitch perfect. It's, like it's hockey mask. <laughs> Laughing dog. Laughing dog t-shirt. Green camouflage pants. <laughs> Looks just like him. That's hilarious. That was like, I still didn't, it, it wasn't enough to make me watch it, mind you. But Season four? Any of the seasons. I haven't watched any Arrow. I'm just saying the, the the Ninja Turtles 2 trailer when, like, Casey showed up and was, like, cool. And I was like, oh, it's almost enough to make me watch it. Like, Because Stephen Amell is cool. Yeah. He's, he's cool. Stephen even, Amell really likes Even Arrow. last season. The show sucked. He was cool throughout the show. <laughs> and he had that, you know, he had that spot with Cody Rhodes in wrestling. And he seems really cool in person, too. Yeah, All his yeah. con interviews and stuff, he seems... So I guess there's other TV show news that seems a little bit brighter for comic books, though. Is Luke Cage comes out Luke like Cage now? Oh yeah, no, it's Friday. It's Friday, exactly. I was like, yes, comes out tomorrow in Podcast World. Have you seen the trailers? The trailers for Luke Cage? No, I was. No, it's pretty good. I was sold on the soundtrack for yeah, the trailer. Exactly. As soon as he shows up and ODB starts playing, and I was just like, ah, oh, it's old dirty bastard, and I'm sold. <laughs> exactly. I'm in. It is, they need to have some DMX in there. They're like, there has to be some DMX that like gets into the soundtrack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, for the for his, his nemesis. Yeah. Speaking of holy shit, sorry. <laughs> I know I'm sidetracking you, and I do want to hear about powers. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we went up to the cottage this weekend, and I dragged the PS2 up to the cottage. And based on an email that you sent out for you like two weeks ago, you know where I'm going with this. I was like, "There's a game, Sam, called Def Jam Fight for New York." Which is like one of the most beloved fighting games on PS2. It's like a cult classic Xbox. right now. Yeah. And PS2 and Xbox. It's like a cult classic because I was like, I couldn't find my copy of it and was like, no problem. I'm making an order from Amazon. I'll just I'll grab another one. PS2 games are like $10. This you cannot find for cheaper than 60 Like, no shit. A PS2 game from 2004, you cannot find cheaper. Used game, whatever, $60, this game. It's the Final Fantasy Super Nintendo cartridges. Like, you just... Yeah, you either have... Like, like the greatest hits version of it is still 60 bucks. You know, like, the mass reprint of it is still super expensive. So it's a fighting game where... It's the best fucking game. (laughs) It's so good. I love that game. It's like, first of all, it's a 3D fighting game where... One of the things that's really great is you have a creator 
fighter, which is not necessarily new to like fighting genres, but like, but it's great. It's very good because you're also making a hip hop version of yourself. So you can go to the store and buy all your hip hop clothes. Then you can go to the tattoo shop and get all your tattoos. Then you can go to the jewelry store and get all your bling. And the like barber. how how well and go to the barber and change your hair. And how well you're like put together actually increases how much your su- how quickly your super meter fills. <laughs> so. Because your super meter is based on how blazing the crowd is behind you yeah so fighting winning the fight is one way to get that up but looking fly is another way okay so i'm here for this game now (laughs) so good so you and also when you're doing a creative fighter you like you pick a style it's like your first style could be like street fighting and then when you progress in the game earning your xp or whatever you can pick up a second style and you could like switch into like kickboxing but who trains you in that style i haven't got that's extra good too but so but like if you went street fighter into kickboxing you end up with a different move set than if you go kickboxing into street fighter like they come to like your foundation stays your foundation and stuff so you can like you can pick up i think 3 styles three total out of 5 yeah. yeah 3 out of 5 and the order that you go in changes them too so you end up with like a pretty good mix of styles and it's also like it's weirdly intuitive because it's like when you pick up a new style it doesn't like completely rewrite your moveset it just like modifies the one you have so you actually feel like you progressed as a fighter like you know instead of just like randomly getting new moves and yeah, go- like if you go from street fighting into karate you don't suddenly just become a karate fighter you become a street fighter who knows karate too yeah exactly it's very cool and and like I said and if you do the opposite you end up different styles like Street Fighter into Karate is different from Karate into Street Fighting. But then when you go to the gym to train, so first of all, we haven't revealed that the, the hip-hop, like, it's all hip-hop, and there's tons and tons of real rappers in it, like, absurd amounts, like, Method Man and Red Man are in there, Snoop Dogg's in there, Ice T's in there, Busta Rhymes is in there, like, lesser-known hip-hop artists, like, Bless, and, like, Freeway, and, like, David Banner, and then there's, like... Memphis Bleak, Memphis Exhibit. Exhibit. Uh, Ludacris is in it. Uh, like then there's some actors. There's like Danny Trejo's in it. Omar Epps is in it for some reason. There's like Flava Flava's in it. Crazy Legs, famous dancer, is in it. And then when you go to train in the gym, the person who trains you all your fighting skills. Oh fuck! It's Henry Rollins. <laughs> Henry Rollins, like the singer of Black Flag. Like you're just like, what the fuck? Get back to the gym. You need to work out. And he's out. like, yo, it's Rollins. Get your ass to the gym. And like, he calls you on your cell phone. You're like, oh, fuck, Rollins is telling me to get Not on your cell phone, man. On your pager. On your hip top. Your hip top. Oh, yeah, it's your hip top because it's the <laughs> keyboard. Because it's 2004, obviously. Like, it's the best fucking game. Who made this? This is amazing. Yay? I think it's yay. It's yay. Yeah, yeah. And the first one. And not only, not only these guys in it, they all do the voice, voice acting. Themselves. Yeah. They'll do the voice acting. And they all cut disses. So if you're playing one of these characters and you win, you insult the other guy as like Flavor Flav. If you're playing like Redman and like you go into the match, like Redman's like, I'm going to rip out your tongue and lick my ass with it. And I'm like, that is weird. That's a weird threat and very scary. Like, I was like, that's, <laughs> like Redman wrote his own insults. And it was, like Danny Trejo is just like creepy Danny Trejo. Yeah, Come yeah. on, Nancy. Let's go. And you're like, eh. It's so good. It's anyway, and you fight in underground clubs in New York, yeah, and on stuff like on the rooftops in in Harlem yeah. or in abandoned subway stations. It's so good. So anyway, so yeah, so uh, I found my copy. Mark had it, and I brought it up, and I was playing it this weekend with Matt. It's so good. And then I also made the mistake of playing my creative fighter, 
like my five hour full XP, full bling. It was like he was like, oh, I'll, be, win. I'll be iced tea, and it was like three punches, super meter full, hit the super meter, like spin around, <laughs> knee him in the face, dead. And I was like, let's never do that again because I'm, I'm wearing a million dollars of jewelry, and my blaze <laughs> meter goes up like nothing, and I'm max stats and absolutely everything. You have a max character on my thing. You have a guy named, I mean, it, lo- it looks like you. There's a character named Fatty. <laughs> That's, I don't think that's me. And it looks like he was bald with a big beard, and I think he does the jump rope finisher. So I don't know. Oh, like, it sounds like me. Yeah, exactly. I was like, did you did you ever play it on PlayStation? I didn't play ever? It on PlayStation. No, I only played on Xbox. Did I pass you the, on PlayStation? Because it was like a maxed out character. I've never, that, like, I've never played a PlayStation. Well, you played outside it with me. of your house. Yeah, and I don't think I've played enough to max out a character. Okay. So, huh. Maybe you've just played it a bunch. Because we played it a so, bunch. So because it's Def Jam, the soundtrack is also amazing. Yeah. There's yeah, got to exactly. be like 75 songs. At least. Yeah. It's so much music. Like, it's so insane. It's such a good game. But anyway, and then, but then the series, they fucked it up. They like, they did Def Jam Icon on PS3, which was like, you didn't have the creator wrestler. There wasn't a great storyline. The fight mechanism involved like using turntables to like rewind time. Like, and I was like, man, all you had to do is just, do that again. Do, the exact do, do same that thing. again with better graphics and bigger and like today's hip hop artists, like the, the new guys. EA, we know you're listening. <laughs> Holy shit! You need to make another Def Jam game, especially like, seriously, especially EA, right? The like people who make the same game mm-hmm. again and again, slightly better. Yeah, I was like, they have this engine. The engine's pretty fun. Like the only thing that's weird is there's no counter. Like I thought that was like that. There felt- are there are counters on the Xbox One. You have to, but it's, you have to time like a. It's not a counter button. It's you have to like time your punch with a grapple or time your grapple with a punch or whatever. There isn't like a straight counter button, which kind of feels like there should be. I'm like very. I mean, I was. No, there's a way to counter moves in the Xbox One. For so sure. I did. I don't have the instruction booklet, so I was just trying to figure that out. So yeah, maybe, no. like, I know there's like there are counters, because like I remember playing. Uh, what's his name? Fuck. Who's the big guy? Big white guy. Not Bubba Sparks. Bubba Sparks is also in it. Uh, fuck. He played, his character's name is Crack, but. Fat Joe. Fat Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fat Joe is the worst. Like, you go to punch him and he just counters and pedigrees. Counters, pedigrees, and you're just like, just playing him is the worst thing in the world. Like, he, he's probably the hardest fight in the game, even though he's not the last boss. No, Snoop is the hardest fight in the game. Because he pulls out the knife and shanks you and you're at 30%. I didn't, that wasn't such a problem with me. I hate that. I played a really fast character. I hate though. that, and there's like the weird timer, and like, oh, there's the fight. Yeah, like the fight in the, the burning building, but that's like not a that's not a fight. That's the timer issue. No, that's, but there's like a timer on the game that it, it just sucks. You have to like throw them out the window to get the good ending. And yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. That's in the fire. Like that's a shitty no, no, no. Snoop, you have to like hit him against the window three times to shatter it, and then you throw him outside right. to end the street fight. That sucks. It's a mechanic. You can't just. Win. You have to throw him out of the building to win. Yeah, but it's like that in the train fight with, uh, with no, Treo, you can, too. No, you can win Treo just throwing him in the train. is hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Treo is on the bad guy team, and then he's like, he wants to try to kill you, and you throw him in the train tracks, and then he dies. Or is he always on the bad guy team, or can you get him on the good guy no. team? Ice-T and Omar Epps are the two you can befriend. Or... Yeah, you can. Which is like, how is that a choice? You're playing a game about a hip-hop fighting game, like a fighting story, and you're like, they're like, you need to pick a partner for the big tag team match or whatever else like that. And then like Ice T's like, yo, I can fight. And then Omar Epps is like, yeah, me too. And then you need to like pick one. And I'm like, sorry, Omar Epps, like actor from House. 
I'm going to pick Ice-T, obviously. Also actor from Law & Order. But, <laughs> but it's just so weird because I'm like, how oh, who who in their first playthrough picks Omar Epps to be their tag team partner? Someone who's seen higher learning. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyhow, so tell us about season one of Powers. It was good. It was good? That's it. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it was good. It picked up steam. Uh, the first few episodes were rough. Yep. Uh, it gets nice and crazy, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. All of the supporting cast was really good, and Shalto Copley and Eddie Izzard are in it. Mm-hmm. How's the effects budget? Mm, garbage. But, like, serviceable garbage? Or? Uh, they make no bones about it being garbage. Are they like, wow, that guy looks like shit. Like, so, just like- <laughs> so Eddie, Eddie Izzard plays the wolf, and the wolf... Um, gains his powers and immortality by eating people. Right. And then they realize that they did not have a do a budget on for him to eat an entire crowd of people, which is a scene that happens more than once. Mm-hmm. So they just kind of have Eddie Izzard do a pink belly on someone and then CG a bunch of Wesley Snipes blade blood shooting out like a fire hydrant. And then they cut back to him, and he's covered with some fake blood. And he's just like, well, that was weird. Now I feel full. Anyone for dessert? It's shit like that. Nice. And the first time you watch it, you're like, that's cheap. And the third time it happens, you're just like, eh. That's that's what they're doing. It's time for him to feed. (laughs) Feed in quotation marks. (laughs) That's what they do. And then like they try to get away from it a couple times. Like They'll have a door closed behind them, and then... Pour like a bucket of blood <laughs> under the door jam. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's like endearing garbage. Yeah, yeah it was. That's like it, a prop master who was like, ah. Like, what, what can I do? <laughs> like, oh, man, please don't make us do the CG thing again. Please don't do it. Okay, the door will close. On it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could, I could get behind that. Like, as long as it's like garbage and like doesn't. Like, I. It's, it's not like. The success of this episode will depend on the quality of the effects. Yeah. It's like, I, I find I get there, like... You need the impression of him eating someone, and you're like, that's the the sprite graphic yeah. of him eating someone. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Because I like, I really dislike... If they don't dwell on it, like, if they just, like, show you with some shitty CG or whatever and just, like, move past, I'm, like, not so mad about it. Like, I was, like, disappointed in the dragons of Game of Thrones this year. Yes. Well, like, that's because they clearly funneled all of their budgets like the one episode. Yeah. Battle of the Bastards was like where it was going and they're like dragons and you're like whoosh and like and like they spent too long showing them. I'm like, "You know what? Yeah, I'm they like shouldn't have, I was like I was like a dragon shaped silhouette over a boat and then like flame flying from off screen and people running. I'd be like I'd more into that than like so, don't linger. So don't so linger CG and being bad, like, now let's zoom dragon. in on it and move <laughs> around. And I was like, this does not look like a real dragon. This looks like a CG thing in the sky. Um, what are you thinking of? Resident Evil. Yeah. All right. Those like death sequences. So the camera would fade to black, and you'd see yourself dying. Yeah. Kind of what Eddie Izzard does. Like, he puts his arms up like this. Yeah. So I know this is good, not great listening. Yeah. And then does this. <laughs> and a bunch of blood sprays up all over the place. Like, it looks really like he's slapping a, a security guard in the tummy a bunch of times. Like, <laughs> what was that movie? 
It was one of the Jet Li's ones. I don't know. Was it one? It was the one where, like, when he would, like, he'd go and he'd, like, go to, like, break a person's neck. And then it would, like, cut to, like, an x-ray and show, like, the little bone break. <laughs> like, it was, like, a really bad kung fu movie. And I was like, what is oh. this? Look it up, internet. So Sam, I have what if, seen at least one movie do that. Yeah, I think it was. I think it might have been one. It was definitely a Jet Li movie. Like, I really it was like one of the Jet Li heyday. Like, he was in a kung fu movie every year. Period. I just don't remember which one it was. It might. Oh, was it the one where he was the the slave that was kept on a collar? Oh, was that Unleashed? Unleashed. That is definitely Unleashed. It might have been Deep Unleashed. Paul. Yeah. You know who is the the Bob Hoskins plays his like weird dad, right? Like the the dad figure is Bob Hoskins. That's a that's one of the good ones. That's like <laughs> not like not saying very much about it, but like of those like like pumped out kung fu movies, that one was like because the one was with uh, what's his face, Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Jason Statham plays the time cop in one. Like if you remember, which is weird because he's not a dr- driver or a mechanic. Or a transporter, or yeah, he did his cranked. job. His job does his job doesn't involve being like good at cars, which is weird because usually that's the Jason Statham job is to being good at cars. I is that his thing? Like, is that like a real real life Jason Statham thing? Like, well, like was he a mechanic or something? Does I don't he think does so. he does he like those things or is it just like one unfortunate casting and now he's I just think, like dude? With I think cars. it's not an unfortunate casting. I think no, it's no, the he's cornerstone of his he's career. Perfect for it. Well, like, because he went from Snatch to that for. Well, Ever. 15 years. Well, because he, exactly, he did, yeah. he was in Lockstock, and then he was in Snatch, and then he hit the gym and got ripped, and now is that. Like, cause yeah. he's like, he's not ripped in those movies. Like, I mean, he looks like I, a I really want to go buy the DVDs for, uh, Driver, Transporter, uh, Crank. Death Race. Uh, Death Race, and The Mechanic. Yeah. And just redo the covers for all the DVD cases and just call them Jason Statham 1, Jason Statham 2. <laughs> and and watch them just all his long and as career. if it's the same movie. It's the same character. The same character all the way Get through. Get it again. Yeah, I don't understand how he got, like, not how. I mean, he obviously hit the gym or whatever. But it was just, like, how he went from, like, like smarmy kind of, like, British crime dude to, like, bona fide member action star. Member of the Expendables. Jason Statham. And I was like, weird, weird career, buddy. Like... That was not how your career started. Like, Schwarzenegger started that way, you know? Like, Stallone basically started as a, like, meathead, you know? Like, nope, Jason Statham just, like, I choose meathead. And then, like... <laughs> and then did the whole transformation. Yeah, exactly. Wasn't he in, like, a bad medieval fantasy movie, too? Yo, I'm yes, he was. The Name of the King. Yeah, yeah. he's in the Name of the King. The, uh, the, what do you call it? The... Yui Bowl. Yeah, I know, but what's the... The, the Dungeon Siege. Yeah. Dungeon Siege is the okay, property yeah. that, like, it's, it's like, it's like, in the name of the king, a Dungeon Siege film. And I was like, yes, yes based on a fucking terrible IP. Oh my god. So Sam, what are you, uh, what are you playing and watching and doing stuff now? So, I've been playing, um, I don't know if you guys played Limbo. I did play Limbo. Limbo's so awesome. did you play Inside, like the new one no. by those people? So if you were ever like, you know those death scenes weren't gory yet minimalist enough yeah they're new they're uh their new one has like even more horrible deaths for the small boy that you play okay. you are Scott, do you know do you know limbo nope limbo so, you're yeah okay you're like can... it's a black and white game you're this little boy you're looking for your sister yeah. i think there it's are all no in words. silhouette it's all in silhouette it's kind of puzzles but also like every time you fail you die 
like horrifically. It's so hard. It's like you're like clearly a little like you're bo- you're a little cute boy in silhouette, but yeah. then you're like you like take him a step and it's like and you're like oh like cut so badly in two and you're like no and they're like restart the level and you're just a little it's like, like it's like puzzles kind yeah. of and uh, so their new one is once again you are a boy you are trying to get inside the story is um you experience it as you go it's not right. a it's not an intense narrative heavy story yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like journey but the deaths my god you get like strangled by security guards if they catch you and it is grim or like dogs will tear you apart oh, God. and it's still an adorable boy in this like very aesthetically pleasing universe okay and then it's like you can do the whole game and like i think we did it in like one rainy afternoon to evening okay we died a lot and then the ending is batshit crazy and super weird and gruesome um uh. but in a cool way <laughs> Where you're, like, sort of insulated from, like, what exactly is happening. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I was very marked. Is like, that, like, is it a platformer or, like... Yeah, it's, like, it's very similar to Limbo. Like, it's just, like, you're jumping through things. There's timing. Okay. Timing issues. You have to dodge it, like, some did it, dogs. Did it recently like, just it came out? It was pretty recent. Like, maybe in the last few months. Okay. I'm surprised it didn't, because I remember, like, when Limbo came out, it came out to, like, a ton of hype. Like Yeah, I don't... Uh, this one, I think... Because the story is so weird and the ending is very open to interpretation. Yeah. Also, even as you're saying that it got gruesome and stuff like that, that might have been a little off-putting. It, like, it's super off Because, like, Limbo was, like, even though, like, it was, like, implied, like you said, it was, like, implied gore, you know? Like, so it's not... This doesn't have, like, gore gore. It's just, like, like the moves that happen, like, as you're being, like, strangled or, okay. like, the dogs attack. It's, like, very, like still artistically done yeah well yeah well so is limbo yeah like, exactly like, it just like amps everything up like if you were slightly unsettled consider being more unsettled right okay um so sam i have a i have a three-year-old boy well that's definitely <laughs> not i can't i can't even watch like... horror or drama where bad things happen to kids anymore <laughs> just at all so you, how is give this game a hard sense. pass yeah you could give it a hard pass <laughs> for that but uh it well, is intriguing how is stranger things were you like oh my god will uh, Stranger Things wasn't bad because they were people and not kids. But what about like, but like, but knowing Will was missing, was that like? That was, no, again, were you like, were you like, I'm with you, Anona? A little bit. Um, so like, when everybody was like, so oh, I she's just, too I strung watched, out and she's overacting, whatever. You like, no, that's right. Uh, I'll just watch. Uh, I, I just watched Pirates of the Caribbean uh, the, on, on oh. Curse of the Black Pearl, the first one. Oh, gee, yeah, and. Uh, at one point, the Black Pearl shows up and blows up the, the town that everyone's in. And there's this scene of, like, a four-year-old blonde kid in the middle of the chaos just just turns to the camera and, like, cries as everyone's running around and dying. Yeah. And Riss and I were both like, oh, that kid. And it's like a, a three-second thing. He's just like, Aah. we're just like, someone help that kid. Why is no one helping that child? Can we pause this? We want to go check on ours. We can't. Like, Law & Order SVU, can't watch it because every third episode is just... Just kid. like getting your nuts caught in your pants, like it's just super uncomfortable. You just, I really. Maybe you just love I your sh- kid too sh- much. Did you think about that? Too much. Yeah, just <laughs> exactly. take it down. Take it down yeah. a notch. Maybe like just. It's just way too relatable. Mm. And and I wonder about Hollywood people making that stuff now in a way that I didn't before. <laughs> That's actually a good point because like I have other friends who are parents who say the exact same thing. They're like, I cannot watch things with kids. So who are these like? 
well, writers and executives that are and like, directors. let's throw a child. In do you, so do you think, would you say you think that it's because they don't have kids? And they're just like, whatever, man, kids, kids, pulling the heartstrings. Or do you think it's people with kids who are just sort of like, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> I hate my children. Or in some cases, it could be an overshoot. Like, oh, you know, this would get parents involved if we like put this kid in. You'll get them emotionally invested, like emotionally invested. This is like a shortcut, and then they just like they don't stick the landing. It goes goes like too far, and they're like, "Oh, it's too late." No, that have you rewatched Lord of the Flies recently? (laughs) Again, but kids doing it to kids, kids on kids doesn't make it. Are those kids too old? They're too old. They're like they have to be a little helpless. A little like like my kid at three, he can walk down the block and ask someone for help or high five a cop, but like he can't be by himself, right? Your kid high fives a lot of cops. Yeah, he does. That's weird. He like waves to everyone, and then cops would just be like, "Oh, you are a freaking adorable kid." Right. I will high five you because you're white. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess so. And then he says hi, and they're like, "Oh, you're English." And I drive away. No, harsh. Need to teach him bonjour. Hello, avocat. That's what I mean. Avocat. Yeah, how to ask for a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. That's the first French word to learn. Uh, so, no, Inside. Okay, yeah, that's cool. I would. Is it on PSN or is it only on Steam? Or? Uh, I read it on Steam. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Damn it. You I PC know. master race. Well, and, like, I don't even like... I don't like the actions of PC games. Like, I have really, like... I only want to play a PC game if I can hook the computer up to the television and then also use a controller and pretend it's a console. Right. Like, that is my... That is... What a PC game I like. I like for me. Yeah, exactly. I like gaming on a couch. Like, yeah, I want to feel like it's a game, and that I won't get like carpal tunnel or something. And uh, I'm the same way. Scott, you're a PC guy though, most of the time. Like now, no. now I'm saying no, like, I with, mean, with Counter Strike and whatever. Civ and Counter Strike would be hard to play on a console. Only because Civ, not really. Civ would be really hard to play without a keyboard and mouse. Yeah, but I mean, but you could, but you could like lean back and have like like a keyboard and a mouse like on you in a couch. Yeah, that could be an okay setup. For like, for like, you don't need to be like Twitch on most of the time. No, most but time. like, you need menus. That's what I'm saying. I said a keyboard and a mouse, but like, but like, on, like a little, little, like a little tray, like you a could, tray over you. You could like recline. Yeah. Do this. Think about it on a great big screen. Sure. Do it. Set it up. But if if I take the big TV to play Civ, then I have a three year old and my wife both complaining at me. Give them the little TV. Be like, here's Netflix on the tiny TV. <laughs> go sit on the office chair. Yeah, go sit on the office chair together. And I'm watch going Paw Patrol. <laughs> watch Paw Patrol. I'm gonna watch play Civ on our big TV. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Have I been to yes, your new house? Yes, I, agree I haven't with been you. to your new house yet. I'm invited, but even you so haven't invited bad. me. Yeah, I did. When to record? When. Today. <laughs> I don't recall. I was like, you just bring your stuff, come on over. And you were just like, or we come over to my place, we'll be done early. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, I remember this now. <laughs> Sarah's been. Yeah, I know. Sarah's been. Sarah helped you move. I was just. <laughs> just Sam's just gesturing to be like, what are your terrible friend, Keith? Scott was moving at the same time that I was getting married. So. It was like Keith was like, "Take my bride." <laughs> yeah, Sarah's like, oh, not doing you anything. You sent the bride for us, and you're Sarah like, took it's more cool. days off. Like, like it was the, the, you. You literally moved the week before we got married, right? I think. What was your marriage date? April thirty. No, week after. Like the month after. Month after. What was I doing? I'm a jerk. <laughs> a real piece of garbage. I, I moved. Were you like 
busy reliving the wedding? Is that why you're like, I, I was, was so like, busy with the wedding? I'm so consulting my memory wall. We we got the keys the first of June. We moved the middle of June. And Sarah came over to bring a truck of like a, a car load of like little things that were going to be painted in the truck. Yeah, no, and I I remember that. I just don't remember why I couldn't be there. You had a date with your girlfriend? Maybe something like that. Sarah <laughs> <laughs> uh, said it was Pat, so <laughs> my very high likelihood of me doing something with Pat. Maybe it was a derby. Maybe? It was the middle of the day. <laughs> she just, I, it was like my dumbbells and a couple of Yeah, I know, I got your dumbbells out of that. Things and I got I you. I needed a car for like. Yeah, but I, I remember her taking minutes. the car and doing it. I just, I don't remember why I couldn't be there. <laughs> That's like why. Uh, you, EA, NHL 16, something like that. Who knows? Uh, Scott, I have a question for you. Uh, hmm. how was X-Men Apocalypse? <laughs> Yeah, so I finally saw X-Men Apocalypse. Did you see it, Sam? No, I thought about watching it this weekend, and I was like, hard pass. <laughs> hard pass? Well, okay. I Last winter, I watched all of the X-Men movies, including Wolverine. Whoa. Bo- I don't, both Wolverines? Yeah. Uh, that's okay. I don't know. It was, it was highly enjoyable. Okay. Second one's okay. First one's like, terrible. X-Men, they're like kind of endearing, and I just I wasn't really in the mood for it. And then also... Like, I think it's Oscar Isaac is Apocalypse, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, one more time. They're just covering people's faces in color and paint. And I'm not, like, not feeling it right now. Okay. And Did you so see I... Ex Machina? Yeah. All right. So you love Oscar Isaac's ability to chew up screen time, right? Yeah. Did he do it? Was he, like, a redeeming quality in this film? No. That was everything that you oh, loved about him. Don't shatter Machina. my dreams. He is basically a bad guy who goes, I will destroy the world. Ah, why did you choose like, to? Because he was. He, why did he choose to do this? Right, and like, because like, not a lot of screen time. Davis was good. He for yeah. a while he was picking. Not a lot of screen time in Star things. Wars, but he seems like the charming rogue. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, and he's he's gonna get more screen time too. Yeah. Like Poe's gonna be a thing. Yeah, could have been anyone. Apocalypse could could have been it. Well, yeah, well, it was like what's his name is Thanos so far. I mean, like obviously, like, Josh Brolin. Yeah, Josh Brolin as Thanos does not need to be does not need to be an actor. Like, <laughs> thus far, I mean, like I know he's only been like hinted at, but I'm like it's Thanos, man. I'm like Thanos is like very direct, very to the point. You don't need an actor. He like could be just a CG uh, character. There, there, there was no acting. Could have just been CG. <laughs> like, uh, Ronan from Guardians. Galaxy, just I'm here to smash, and this is mine. Like that. That was another one I was taking issue with. I was like, because that's um, what? Guardians of the Galaxy. The yeah, no, the guy, the actor. I'm just gonna snap my fingers until his name appears. Okay. Anyways, he does good things too. I'm pretty sure. Okay. And then Stockton it's just Guardians. Like... So yeah, so you're saying Apocalypse isn't great. Apocalypse. He's not bad. He's just not. That's just a waste. Good, right? That's just it's a waste of a person. Yeah. Apparently exactly that. it suffers from character creep. Is that true? Character creep? Where it's like there's too many characters and you can't care about them, all of them. Well. Which is like which is something that X-Men as if, a If as any if any franchise is going to have too many yeah, people to care about, like, it's probably X-Men. You can most times, I, mean, I don't know how it's been like post reboot, but like certainly in the 90s and 2000s, you could pick up an like a random X-Men comic and, like, despite being a comic person, if you were not following the X-Men, not recognize a few people on the team calling themselves X-Men. Like, you'd be like, oh, shit, who is this? Don't know. Well, it's like the nature of the group. You know, actually, that... Um, 
Yeah, Lee Pace. That part of the movie is not bad because they don't waste a lot of time explaining who the characters are. It's like Jubilee's just like, boom, there. Uh, well, like Nightcrawler and Cyclops are just like, Scott, and then his eyes shoot red laser beams. And you're like, that's Cyclops, and he shoots laser beams. Out yeah, but eyes. I mean, but that's it. But and I Nightcrawler run... is blue, and he teleports, and they don't, they introduce him, and he starts teleporting, and he's just like, keep up with it. At least those are, okay, but those are like, characters that we know. Like, at least it's not Peter Parker going Can on a school field trip. And what's that? Is that a spider? Is that a spider coming down on his arms? Oh, no. Oh, no. He got bit by a spider. Now yeah, he's yeah. got to wake up the next I day. I kind of, buff. speaking of that, I really hope. Did you see Civil War, Sam? I did see Civil War. I kind of hope that the movie picks up post-Civil War and we just don't have an origin story for Spider-Man. I was worried. That's why Civil War was three hours long. <laughs> like, it's three hours long and they're introducing Spy. Oh, my God. He's going to go to high school field trip. And but you know what I mean? Like, like, I'm like, yeah. they, 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 uh, here's my vision. Listen up, Hollywood. Like, in the opening credit sequences, there's some sort of, like, what they did to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Have you ever seen the CG Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the CG one that came out in the, like, early, yeah, early 2000s? No. It's quite good. It's, like, very true to the comics, has, like, interdimensional bad guys, which is also very true to, like, Eastman layered comics and stuff. And the opening credit sequence, like, they're, like, going and whatever, and they were just sort of, like... There was the Shredder. He raised the Foot Clan. The turtle showed up, stopped the Foot Clan, thwarted the Shredder, and now movie. And you're like, yes, like thank you. I'm in. Like I don't need to see them get turtles fall in the ooze and fight the Shredder and beat the Foot Clan. Like that's what they do. Like we know that now. And now they're like, now there's an intergalactic monster that they're gonna fight. I'm like, this is actually like the worst part. One of the worst parts of Batman versus Superman. Is fucking kid Bruce Wayne running away from the funeral. And you're just like, no, please, no. Mm-hmm. He falls down a hole and you're like, oh, my God. Do they oh use the God. same footage? <laughs> it's the same little kid. I can't believe they did it again. Yeah. Because they did it in the first three movies. Yeah, it's constant. It just I did it in the Tim Burton movie. They did it in that Shoemaker movie. Like, just, oh. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'd be, I'd be really excited if, like, opening credits of Spider-Man... They like just br- dealt with it. They bring you up to speed. They could even do it. They could do it with like the. I hope it's a fake out. I hope you see nerdy Peter Parker in school, and they're like, "Hey, hey, Gwen, how are you? Going to the field trip? Yeah, going to go to the field trip." And you're just like, "No, no." And then like, and then he uh, changes into the costume to get there, and you're just like, "Oh no!" Or, or if like something happens on the field trip, and he like has to like shit and like bail on the bus or whatever. Yeah, I would, I would, be, I would be there for that. I got, I got it. That's the opening scene. Right? That's the opening Take scene. Take note, Hollywood. Then it goes to, like, an opening credit sequence, and they do what I would like to see is, like, you know there that the Watchmen slash Deadpool opening? They could show the origin story like that. Like, like those, like, high-res The only good part of Wolverine Origins. Is that? That effect? That, no, that like, him racing through the ages from, like, the 1800s yeah. through all the wars. Yeah. Exactly. You could even you could even have, like, you'd, like, if you do the whole thing, like, do Goblin, do... Even like Gwen do all that stuff and just be like, here's where we are and go. And you'd be like, I've watched this movie for five to ten minutes. We've gone through the origin story. Now there's a new Spider-Man story that doesn't involve Green Goblin kidnapping his girlfriend. Doesn't involve his origin. They don't even, they don't even have to film it. They can just show old Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield clips. And be the best. It's true. <laughs> We've got plenty of material. Just, that would make me so happy. So much. You've that, seen this before. That said, Spider-Man, they need to they need to tighten up the CG on Spider-Man. That was the one thing about Civil War. I was like, ooh, you look like a cartoon in a real world. Like, yep. pretty badly. Like, 
Otherwise, mm. Spider-Man and Civil War was great. So back to X-Men Apocalypse. Back to X-Men yes. Apocalypse. Now this uh, is I, I had big reservations because, as you probably know, I'm the only person in the world who's a fan of Jubilee. <laughs> She's fine. See, that's like the best you can say about Jubilee. Like, I, I really like Jubilee. I don't Jubilee. know much. I, I liked her in the cartoon. I don't know if there's any reason to like her. And not in the cartoon. She not in the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> in the cartoon, she's pretty terrible. Like, I love Jubilee's original origin story. Like, where, what's his name? Where, uh, Wolverine, Wolverine was like slumming it in the mall there. He was crucified. Yeah. She, she, she saw him crucified and brought him down. And then, like, hung out with him in Garbage Town. Like, so, does that like, show Claremont? <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Claremont and Lee. Yeah. That's it. Like, I, I was like a fan of Jubilee, just in general. Got a, a really big fan of Gen X, the comics. Like, and Jubilee was a kind of important part in that. She was like the only good part, because it was like, what, like skins? And like... No, Emma, Emma was there. Yeah, but she wasn't part of Gen X. She was like the teacher. Yeah, but if you're reading the book, Emma Frost was one of the main reasons to read that book. Not for me. <laughs> all about Jubilee. <laughs> it was all about Jubilation Lee. Uh, she's in it, which is weird, because she's also in the first trilogy in the background. And uh, Apocalypse is set in 1983, so she really got held back a bunch. Hmm. Because well, she's in the school with Iceman and, and, and Shadowcat and Rogue and stuff. And did X-Men 1 happen? Because how much did they diverge the timeline? The timeline does get diverged, but that doesn't mean all of a sudden she's born in 1968. We don't know that. We don't know how much timelines can diverge. Alternate realities can be tricky. Yes, but no. Yes, but yes. Look, okay, listen. What is it? 1602? Like, 1604. What's the series? 1602. Anyways. Yeah, man. That's a whole different timeline. She's in it, and she takes the kids to the mall. Okay? So that's, that's what Jubilee does. In the movie, oh. like Nightcrawler shows up and he's like, "Hey, I am new and weird." And they're like, "Well, let's go to the mall." He's like, "I do like, not let's know." Go and the Jubilee shows the up mall. and he's like, "Yeah, let's <laughs> go to the mall." And Jubilee's like, "If it's one thing I know, it's malls." <laughs> and then Nightcrawler goes, "I, I wear a yellow trench coat with Brett the Hitman heart sunglasses." <laughs> and then Nightcrawler goes, "I would like to go to the mall." And they go to the mall together and have a good time. Uh, it's like a montage. Is it like do 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 synth music? They're like da da da, like trying on funny sunglasses. No, some other shit happens at, at the school. I would have watched gone. that. Movie. But like, do you th- think about how amazing that would have been if there was an '80s shopping montage with Nightcrawler and Jubilee, and then some shit happens, and there's like a big traditional X-Men fighting scene. I would have like been so on board. No, they had to get back to Jennifer Lawrence real fast. Uh, just like we have Jennifer Lawrence in the movie. Let's we got to. We need Lawrence to keep bringing movie. this back. Yeah, it's Hugh Jackman in it. Yes. Okay. Um, tangentially. Cool. So shit goes really wrong, and mm-hmm. then Stryker shows up and is just like, uh, we're going to pick up these guys, and we're going to bring them to the test facility, and we're going to question them. And then as they're getting broken out, they're just like, shit, what the hell is that? And Gene is like, something angry and animal. And then they open the doors, and Wolverine comes out in the full Weapon X wire shit. Yeah. Kills everyone and runs outside. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. I like that. <laughs> Gotta go. I'm okay with that. Uh, uh, and then Cyclops goes, man, sure hope we don't ever see that guy again. Happens way too much. Too many, too many nudge, nudge, way, way too much. And I love fan service and it happens again and again and again. When they go to the mall, they go see Return of the Jedi and they come out and they're all arguing about which of which movie is the best? And Scott's like, Star Wars is the best. You don't get the rest. And Jubilee's like, no, the the darkness of 
of Empire is great. That's why I'm a Jubilee fan. And then Jean goes, she knows Empire well, at least best. we can agree that all, the third in the series is always the worst. Which is funny because Brett Ratner. <laughs> right. Because right. Brian Singer just stabs Brett Ratner in the face with that one line of dialogue. <laughs> just... like, remember that third movie, the one that I, I didn't do? It sucked. It really did, though. I'm telling you. I'm telling you in the movie. <laughs> the characters in the movie are telling you Brett Ratner. Well, it's like did they, did that, they do that in Community, right? Where they were just sort of like... Like what about last year? And they were, and they just were sort of, like, "Oh, the gas leak." The, the gas leak. They, they only like the the non Dan Harmon. Like they're like, "Didn't this happen last year?" And they're like, "Yeah, but that was during the gas leak." So I don't really remember it quite right. <laughs> they're like, they, like, so they'll redo bits of story. Like the thing that messed me up is in 1983 there weren't that many third episodes, so the line didn't even make sense. Nope. Oh, that's true. There's not even like plausible deniability right? at that like point. Planet of the Apes. They went downhill oh. fast. Maybe Star Trek. I don't know oh, when Spock like, came out. Yeah, but it was quite a bit worse than Wrath of God. Yeah, but it was still better than the motion picture. So uh. whoa, I like the motion picture. Don't be crazy. It's like much more like Isaac Asimov does Star Trek than Star Trek. But I like the motion picture. <laughs> Did you see the clip about Isaac Asimov in science fiction? Isaac Asimov, who wrote. <laughs> Yeah, I <laughs> Isaac Asimov. Took me a second to catch up. Isaac Asimov wrote the rules of like wrote the iRobot. Well, oh. I wrote a robot and like the rules of robotics that are basically like incorporated into every science fiction version of robots, right? Yeah. And, and and science as we as hope. Yeah, exactly. And it's like and it's like the template for how we program AI. Even like it's like following Isaac Asimov's three rules of robotics. And like, those, those are, are good ideas. We should stick to those. Yeah, exactly. Like can't harm humans. Like can't. Uh, like anyway, whatever. It's can't harm humans. Can't harm themselves. Can't disobey humans unless yeah. it breaks the other rules. Yeah, and then can't harm itself unless yeah. it breaks the other rules. So anyway. Those are solid rules. Good rules. and they're, they're, Good they're, rules for robots. They re- reference themselves, whatever. But so when he's saying them, though, in the 60s, there's a clip of him reading the rules, and he's like, a robot may not like take any action which might harm a human. A robot may not take any action which defies a human. Like, the robot must... And I was like, well, that's how we pronounce robot. Like, that he made the rules on robotics. He's the authority. We're wrong. They're called robots. <laughs> I was like, and if you're playing online against, like, bots, you're playing online against butts. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I, I'm just going to throw that into the same category as the GIF. <laughs> I don't care what the creator says. He got it wrong. Yeah. The creator of GIF thinks it's pronounced GIF. Yep. You're wrong. You're dead wrong. It's a hard G. The G stands for graphics. <laughs> no. Yes. But, like, come on. Like, G-I together in English most of the time. Like, we don't call them giraffes. True. But so the G in giraffe... Guitars. What? We don't call them guitars. Well, yeah, there's a U yeah, in there's there. There's a U there. Uh, but either way, if the G in giraffe stood for graphics... It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. We've entered the land of, like, just vowels and consonants. It's too late. It doesn't matter that it stands for graphics because we have a G and an I next to each other. But it's an acronym. Yeah. You don't think the pronunciation... Sam's in translation, so somewhat miniature authority on this. The pronunciation for acronyms, do you think it, like, carries over from the word that it's, like... No. I... Well, now I'm struggling to come up with one that's, like... Here, I got it. I got it. Here, there's one that'll back you up. UNICEF is not UNICEF. Yeah, but SHIELD Yeah, but that looks like... 
But it could be UNICEF. Like most, like no, because whenever you have like, uh, but like it, unit unity UNICEF. But uninterested could be mm. UNICEF. But uninterested is more like the, like the exception. I mean, like I will concede that English does not always follow its own pronunciation rules. It's a GIF. It's not a GIF, though. <laughs> Do you say GIF? I mostly like to be honest. Just avoid saying. <laughs> If I'm being honest, I uh, I don't say that word. Uh, Scott. Yeah. We, I know you watched another movie, but we got to get to yeah, rankings. Yeah, uh, I watched uh, Slow West, which starred Michael Fassbender and was amazing. So yeah, it was, was a rush, rush through it. What's it, it about? It's about a, a kid who falls in love with a girl in Scotland, and okay. her dad accidentally kills someone. Oops. So he's got to take the girl to the United States. Okay. And uh, in the... He's Magneto. In the 1800s. No, he's not Magneto. He's a, he's a kid. And they go hide out in the Wild West. And okay. then, uh, it's like a full Western? It's a full Western. And then uh, a bounty gets put on their heads as, as wanted people back in Scotland. Mm-hmm. And he goes to the Wild West to try to find them. But he's kind of a Wes Anderson character. Okay. So okay. he goes to the Wild West and is like, I'm going to die. Because he's like a Scottish guy in the Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like he's like 17 and Michael Fassbender finds him and is like the true grit character he's just like I will take you under my wing we will survive this we will find your girl right and then bandits show up to try to claim the bounty and there's a big gunfight and it's amazing cool it was really like like a wild west unforgiven meets Wes Anderson quirky views on the world weird in this live or die wild west movie and it was beautifully short Beautifully short. Beautifully short. The like correct an hour and twenty minutes. Correct time. And like it's picturesque. And You're talking about a western. Yeah, I was no, like, I have a soundtrack for this. <laughs> like it's Feel picturesque, like it's and there's, there's like they show this big vista uh, shot, and you're just like, please don't take ten minutes to watch them walk across the screen, and then it cuts back to the action and dialogue. And you're like, ah, oh, thank you. Neat. That is something I appreciate. Shorter yeah. movies? Hell yes. yes. It ended and I was like, oh, like we, we don't have to go right well, to bed now. What are like, we uh, what else are we doing tonight, honey? Like, <laughs> let's 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 watch a marcher. All right. Uh Scott, you wanna like rank these movies? Uh am I the only one who's seen Apocalypse? Yeah. It's the only movies you saw. Damn. Alright, well let's take a look at the lists. Uh so we hang on, we'll t- we'll take a look at the lowest Ranked superhero movie that we have, which is Batman Superman. This much about Batman Superman. Okay, the high, no, the next highest is Suicide Squad. Hmm. What's around Suicide Squad? Jurassic World. Not as good as Jurassic World. Original Evil Dead. Not as good as Original Evil Dead. Run All Night. Better than Run All Night. Yeah, yeah, right there. Better than Crush Groove. Yes, better than Crush. It's above. It's above Run All Night. Right okay. between the Evil Dead and Run All Night. All right, that's perfect. It's perfect. That's it. I, I don't see anything that I could possibly be sad that's getting bumped down underneath here. Like I could easily see it being better than We Are Your Friends. <laughs> it's the it, the things it does right is it, it's a little bit of fan service that's funny. That makes it our second and, lowest superhero film. Yeah, it's is, not. It's not great. And the bad guy, like Oscar Isaac, is wasted in that costume. And I know you mean like you wasted him as a performer, but I do imagine that he's just drunk apocalypse. Are you, I would, 
War. If he wasn't <laughs> just point. If he wasn't drunk acting, he was drunk when he got back to his trailer and had to think back on the day he had. Just as they're taking off the makeup, they're like, "Give me a straw," and he's just like, "Just like, like downing for seven hours of makeup to sit there and go destroy the world." Like, uh, okay, write maybe. that down. Take that note. Maybe Don will take the list at some point. Uh, slow ride to slow the west. west. Slow west. I know. Uh, Slow west. Do, 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 do. Better than Star Wars? Yes. Better than Ex Machina? Hmm. This is tough. You've seen these movies. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you've seen Ex Machina. Yes. And it's like, it's hard to take your eyes off Ex Machina. And you've seen Wes Anderson movies. Yes. Where it's not always character driven so much as quirky mm-hmm. driven. So they're very different. Like it's not That's is it is it better than Ex Machina? Oh man. This is the point of the list, Scott. You gotta make the hard decisions. I don't know. I it's some... true. If you've committed to making a list, you've <laughs> you've like is lost the right to be like, Oh, but they're two different things. Is it better than stand by me? Can make that jump? No, it's not better than Stand By Me. Okay, so we're... I, it's Ex Machina and Star Wars. That's a... That's where it goes? Yeah. Yeah. Ex Machina was, was smarter. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to give it... that. That's the edge there. Ex so you're going to switch it between Ex Machina and Star Wars? Yeah, yeah. I would rather watch Slow West again than Star Wars. And Ex Machina, I could see, like... That movie has more like, merit. Have, have you seen it? No, you haven't seen it yet. I will watch it again with you. Yeah. Like whereas that. this one just sounds like fun. Yeah, I'm not sure <laughs> I would like sit down and watch it again right now because I watched it this weekend. But if it was on TV at Christmas, I would. I would. I would. I would very. <laughs> what easily... channel is like casually playing this at the holidays? My channel. <laughs> I would very easily recommend it to someone. Not so assuredly sit down and watch it again anytime soon. So someone was like. I'm looking for a good movie to watch. I'd be like, oh, man, you should watch Slow West. But if you haven't watched Ex Machina, you should watch Ex Machina. You should watch them both and start with Ex Machina. Yeah. And then, like, just Slow West all. Cleanse your palate on Slow West. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's where it goes. Done. Right, right between Ex Machina and Star Wars. We did it. Do you have any uh, closing comments, Sam? Um, no. This is my first <laughs> podcast experience, so... Did you have a good time? I think I had a pretty good time. Good time. Do you mean recording or like even ever? Listening well, oh, no, I she doesn't listened. listen to them ever. <laughs> I don't no, even know what a podcast. She's is. like, what's a podcast? <laughs> it's like pod racing and Star Wars, but like you didn't with, tell your parents like tune in because you were going to be on live. Listen up, listen up, mom. I'm gonna be on the radio. <laughs> gonna be a star. Ah, uh, thanks so much for listening, everybody. See you in two weeks. Wait, no, we have to do the closing. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you so, on Twitter. Are, at so Risker. Wanna, yeah, I'm I'm on Twitter at, at Risker. Keith, so, you're on Twitter. Oh, basically at 9to5CC. Sam, you on Twitter? I'm not on Twitter. All right. Don't forget to listen to us and rate us on uh, iTunes and Stitcher. There'll be links to those eventually on the website. Yeah, but uh, if you're listening to us on Stitcher right now, just go back to it and, and rate us. Who listens to us on Stitcher? 
They haven't sent me any reports, so so far no one. No one but maybe they have. I don't know. Or if you have Stitcher and you're listening to us on the website, go on to Stitcher. Go, we're on Stitcher. We're yeah. on Stitcher, we're on iTunes, we're on Google Play Music. We're on all those things. Right. Do those things. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.